Big Sloth. Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? (laughs) You're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And we are kicking off spooky movie month by a spooky acapella uh, uke. Less intro. I just thought your uke was way out of tune, Kate. <laughs> That's yeah. super out of tune. Or was it? I'm glad you didn't say. I thought it was in tune for the first time. <laughs> um, and we're kicking it off with um a movie from 1990s, sometime 1994. Um, Interview with a Vampire. Uh, Ooh, which is spooky. spooky. It is spooky. Um, which is my pick, and uh, here to introduce uh for the second time. Uh, is Dusty H. What can I say about Interview with a Vampire? The most successful R-rated vampire movie of all time? The birth of the sexy vampire subgenre? I'm looking at you, Twilight. A huge budgeted A-lister vampire movie in a genre known for some of the cheapest, worst quality films of all time? Tom Cruise unexpectedly chewing the scenery as the villainous Lestat. All of this is true. I haven't seen Interview with a Vampire in years, therefore it is through memory and nostalgia I glean through in talking about my experience with that movie. Interview with a Vampire came out in 94 based on Anne Rice's book of the same name. I was too young to see it in the theater, but it happened to be on TV a year or two later, and even then, it felt like a movie I shouldn't be allowed to watch. Dracula, as a character, has been has had the most amount of movies based on him, second only to Sherlock Holmes. I've seen a ton of them, but they are almost all in the horror or comedy horror sub- subgenre. Interview with a Vampire stands on its own as a drama from the viewpoint of the vampire, rather than a traditional horror vehicle from the perspective of the vampire hunter. The movie takes place in modern day, or at least modern day mid-90s, San Francisco with a man claiming to be a vampire being interviewed by a journalist, played by Christian Slater, who was a last-minute sub after River Phoenix tragically passed away just before this movie. As he has the journalist record his life before becoming a vampire, how he was turned to navigating the world as a blood-sucking creature of the night. He, Louis, is turned by an aged vampire called Lestat, played by Tom Cruise, and he navigates broodingly through his new world as he deals with morality, if he's a devil, or if he's something more than that. Brad Pitt playing Louis hated his experience on this film, and it shows in his brooding portrayal of the character. Critics were harsh on his performance, but I really liked it personally. Kirsten Dunst plays a young girl frozen in time by the curse of her vampirism. Again, super twilighty. Anne Rice was so suspicious of Tom Cruise being selected as to play Lestat that she actually pulled her name from the movie and refused to advertise for it. It was only until later that she was given a copy of the movie and upon seeing Tom Cruise's performance, recanted her criticism and wholly praised his take on that character. I do love my memory of this movie. I very much attribute it, along with Bram Stoker's Dracula two years earlier, to the resurgence of the vampire genre as it is now. Interview with a Vampire Skulked 
so that twilight could glitter. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Such a wonderful intro, and Dusty H was so kind to jump in and and do a second intro. So for thoughtful, and yeah, like yeah, totally, totally. Little fun facts that I didn't know about. Don't they sparkle and not glitter? Or it's I don't twink. know. It's I've glittering. Never, I've I'd never seen glittering. it. I haven't That's either. Right. I know. Um, well, so we can, I guess, get into our levels. Um, and I, I guess I'll make mine. I want some more. Um, <laughs> because I think what I know about this movie more than anything is probably its trailer. And it's interesting that Dusty H said he hadn't seen it in the theater. Cause I guess in 94, I was 12 and it feels like I was maybe a little young for it, but maybe I was like right at the age where it was somewhat maybe appropriate. And I, I, I know I've seen it once all the way through, but I just remember the feeling of this movie and how big of a deal it seemed that all of these actors were going to have long hair and makeup or something. It felt like a very important movie, kind of like Tom Cruise, like you've never seen him before kind of thing. And yeah, um, it was like a period piece. I don't know. I feel like at this time of year, it was like almost like an Oscar grab or something, even though it was a <laughs> horror movie. Um, so I haven't, I had probably only seen it once through in the nineties. Um, so yeah, that's my level. My level is going to be um, Twilight, True Blood, Count Chocula, mm-hmm. because I am more familiar with three of those things than I am with this movie. Nice. Um, I I I know I've seen this movie or at least pieces of it at some point. Like you, Katie, I I remember the sort of like excitement around it. I, I remember probably not being advised to watch it, even though I was probably like in middle school. Um, but there was something titillating about like these men playing vampires, which I learned even more so by watching it this time. Um, but I do remember Kirsten Dunst, like being a baby vampire and being like, kind of scared about that and being like, is that a possibility? I just thought it was always adults. (laughs) Right. So, and just the differences between the rules of vampires, which change between all of those different I, I can include the count in that too, but it, that there's so many different rules by which they all are vampires mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my level is going to be uh, Anne Rice novels, books on tape. Um, I have seen this movie uh, way back in the day. I don't think in the theaters. I thought it like on VHS, and I've, I've seen it like twice. But what is seared into my memory is uh, going to a soccer tournament in Birmingham, Alabama with my dad and like I think listening to this one and then her next book on tape and uh they are sexual like uh there is just like 30 pages or whatever the equivalent is of just hot vampire sex yeah it's just me and my dad just driving (laughs) backwoods of Alabama wait is it the two is it the two men having sex I my guess from my memory is everyone has sex and it's graphic. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, um, I, I I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I was no, reading no, no. that like they're in the book and I've not listened to or read the book. Um, but it I was reading that it was more explicit, like there was more like gay sex, or at least like it like the characters are more explicitly gay. And then, you know, Dusty kind of seemed pretty homoerotic, but like that they were 1994ing it. Right. And that's the interesting part because um, I don't I don't think this was in Dusty's facts, but I was reading that it was it's the second most like highest grossing 
like gay film or it might have even the scatter might have been like homosexual movie or something and wow. next to the birdcage but i was like is Top this Gun a gay Maverick. film <laughs> right <laughs> but i just didn't i i don't know like i maybe the whole thing is like you said bridget like 1994ing it because i'm like they just he just it almost seemed like a like a indentured servant like a almost like a slave and master kind of relationship that they assigned to these male vampires. Like it's like, I want I definitely you. think there were power dynamics involved in it. Right. That I do think that like it was hinting that they were supposed to be having sex and they, were, I guess they did not. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, my recollection is just everyone was having <laughs> sex. So it's like, interesting. Yeah. What did your dad say? <sighs> not i mean the birds and the bees chat or what yeah (laughs) so if you ever become a a vampire son um moderation you know every encounter doesn't have to end in 10 pages of hot sex right Um, (laughs) i mean it's interesting that you say that the book's like that because i feel like the movie has that vibe but it's not explicit it's like you kind of can tell that the book is like that by watching the movie yeah it's like Um, that yeah interesting I don't even know um, what those European vampires are into. I mean, they—they're the ones that are into some. Yeah, shit. they're like next level. <laughs> yeah, like, they've they had a lot of time to build that world. Oh, they're just <laughs> bored with everything. They're like not oh quite to Hellraiser level where they're having to, you know, this is the next re- level of sexuality. But it's like they've been around the block, so they need a lot yeah. to excite them. <laughs> but we'll get into that. <laughs> totally. Um. Well, like. Dusty says, like, my first note is just San Francisco with, like, five exclamation points. And then I wrote, like, I think this is probably going to be my bummer, just the how changed San Francisco is in a way. Like, it, you could just tell it was so much more affordable in 1994. <laughs> you could just tell. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, but I did enjoy. I didn't. I, I was watching with Annie and, like, I hadn't remembered that, that this was kind of a. Part, in part anyway a san francisco movie so do you think at the beginning you're supposed to be kind of as they're going through the like crowds of people like are these modern day vampires or I, like the, are I those won- real people it felt like it I, I i wonder yeah i i don't know um i was reading that this is maybe only the second film at the time to have ever shut down both lanes of the golden gate bridge for a movie which like good luck like i can't imagine doing what that. scene did they even do that for him driving over like at the end like i think they do kind of a, a helicopter shot of him driving oh. back into the city i think mm-hmm. but yeah wow yeah cool um and then you know i i might need some help in getting us through this but then, then... Oh, all right i got i got i got you oh yeah go for it please no no i was just gonna say we got we got christian slater as, as we mentioned i didn't know about river phoenix but christian slater love love that guy uh, i mean this Brad is Pitt. this is the thing i remember about this movie of like it, it's like christian slater antonio banderas tom cruise brad pitt i feel like it was sold as this just like sexiest men alive all in one film um and i had fully forgotten about the christian slater part i forgot yeah. that it was an actual interview <laughs> it's it's a pretty like shoehorn like bookend part i mean oh it's, yeah it can be taken out I, I don't know if it really adds anything but a jump scare um yeah i did see that um they didn't say what it um the words were in german but they said that in german and i think in french it's called like interview with a vampire that is true it's einen 
right. vampire. Yeah, because I, I just blew that off of just being just a boring translation. But wait, what it's... isn't it called? Interview with a vampire. Interview with the vampire. Oh, this is wait, called I'm... interview with the vampire. Wait, wait, wait. Am I getting it mixed up? Interview with the vampire. Wait. I think wait. they're both interview with a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, but I think no the book interview is... with the vampire. It's interview I... with the vampire, right? Isn't that the movie we're doing? Interview with the vampire. Oh, you watched uh... the wrong one. <laughs> um, yes, it's listed as interview with the vampire, the vampire chronicles. Oh wow! But I think in Germany it's interview with a vampire. And I think in everyone's brain it's converted to interview with a vampire. Interview with a vampire. I watched the German version then. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably sexier um, probably so i'm trying to think oh. what vibes of christian slater that he's giving off it's that like jack nicholson right well he's always <laughs> giving that but like specifically from i don't know the way he's like hunched over he had like a movie where he's a radio dj and i can't remember pump oh. up the volume um, he's just 90 which was from 1990 yeah split hair christian slater just really getting into it he was giving up um oh my god uh freddie prince jr vibe yeah it's like and it was just fresh fish <laughs> i think he was giving off river phoenix vibes like i definitely i didn't i had read that after i watched it and i was like oh totally he seemed like river phoenix it might have just been the hair I, I think all the actors in that time give yeah. off that same vibe like um the guy who plays the bad guy in blade um who is like the cl- the kirkman's um christian slater mm-hmm. um he does yeah. vape commercials now i oh, forget geez. what his name is yeah they're all kind of like scrawny white dudes with like yeah. sl- slicked back hair rider strong i was thinking about rider strong he's got yeah. the hair i mean that hair was yeah that hair um all right well that was christian slater corner and that was 55 <laughs> minutes of this <laughs> And then we flash back to 1774 New Orleans, I believe. 1791. Oh, I knew I had the date wrong. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I write down these things when I watch Where we learn that Brad Pitt is the master of a plantation. Yeah, Yeah. that's a big hurdle to get over. Yeah, I'm sure it's in the book. I hope it's in the book. I didn't remember any of this from watching it before. Have you seen it before? Uh, At some point, Got like, it. Or at least pieces of it, but I thought I remember. I don't remember it. his like origin story either. But then, like, what troubled me about that, like, throughout, um, I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> sure. obviously the thing that troubled me, but it was like wild to, like, you said, feel the hurdle of like starting that way. And then he's like, I don't know if I'm a bad guy, or like, then he's like appalled by some things. And it's like, dude, yeah, you, like, I don't know why it really sets you up. I don't think it's supposed to set us up to dislike him. And I don't understand. Well, that. No, because you're supposed to, I mean, even though the, the folks that are being enslaved are celebrating as the house burns down, I think you're supposed to have some sort of inclination that he was at least treating people like kindly. I'm sure he was a very nice sugar cane plantation right. slave master. Uh because yeah yeah, no it's you know i'm just like i don't i don't know about this and i guess in the movie he's but they set you up where he's like very forlorn and kind of like not sure if he wants to keep living because he's lost his wife and daughter and i think in the book he's lost his brother like he doesn't have a wife and daughter yeah i don't i don't remember but i mean i i also wonder and it's been so long since i've listened to the book on tape but if it's set up as he's very much an unreliable narrator 
And oh, interesting. he's That's telling all these things because he's telling them from his perspective of like, I was this good guy. And sure, I mm. killed a couple kids and was a slave mm. owner, but I was really the good guy in this scenario. So that's interesting. I honestly yeah. just can't remember if Anne Rice was doing that. I think that. in a movie, yeah, you're you're clearly like, oh, Brad Pitt is the good vampire and Tom Cruise is the wackadoodle mm-hmm. vampire, which I gotta say, if I had to have a cup of coffee with one of them, I think I'd go with Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't, I um I appreciated Dusty H's feelings about Brad Pitt and I didn't I didn't realize that he got like lampoon for this role. But I mean my next note is like can Brad Pitt not act? Like I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't believe I know, it. I felt like, embarrassed. I felt like I was watching narrating. an audition tape. Yeah. He, like, and he also has such a distinct voice. And he's like, I can do it then. Like he, I, he, oh man, his voice is so distinct that it's almost distracting. Like I, I was not I just it. hear like surfer, like, yeah. I'm sure they he tried like to do the New Orleans jaws. accent um, Oof, did they or the think? Gulf Coast. I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. accent, that sort of French Creole. It's it, like it has a lot of weird similarity, similarities to like Brooklyn accents, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's I couldn't pull it off. So apparently Brad could either. You know what Tom Cruise did pull off was um, biting Brad Pitt while he got a blowjob um is that yeah. what i did i don't and again know. starts the first the first of many sexualized uh moments between the two of them as yeah. he involved himself in that situation um but then brad pitt gets like really sick um but he he says he wants to die uh and so tom cruise shows up to to answer his sad prayers so I have like a question a technical question sure. about vampires here is like he he got bit on the neck was Brad Pitt inevitably, was he just going to die? Like, is that what would happen? Or do you have to be drained of your blood to die? Like, what was going to happen to Brad Pitt, like, writhing in that bed? Or he felt <clears> sick? I was confused because yeah, it seemed like he was slowly transforming into a vampire. But then it was like, no, he needed the whole drinking the blood thing to it truly like, turn him into. Yeah, it seemed like that's what really turns somebody or makes somebody is like, and that's kind of, it's a little bit of like what we do in the shadows rules, which is like, they're so fascinating what they pull from this, which there's I really different enjoyed. rules. And sometimes you have to like go in a coffin and cook overnight. And then you like emerge. <laughs> like, I think that was like true blood rules a little oh, bit. And then, interesting. Yeah. And then there's blade rules as well. And, and then there's so. like, yeah, like drinking blood, sucking blood. But I guess, but there's people, there's like that little kid that's just walking around with somebody that everybody's biting every once in a while. Right. <laughs> And Poor that kid. seems to be so that kid is human, but he's just like a familiar, seems like essentially. Seems like it, yeah. He's just yeah, being I think bit. he's just being used. And he's not dying. So I don't know. I think they're playing a little fast and loose with the, yeah. the rules. Yeah. But, okay. anyways, it it's takes like... a couple bites and then some also drinking of Tom Cruise's <laughs> blood to truly yeah. transfer Brad into a vampire. It, it sounds like you need to be a pretty strong vampire in this case to turn someone into a vampire. Or, I mean, Maybe. or not a baby. I don't know. Because Chris Kirsten oh, couldn't turn somebody into a vampire. Wait. Yeah. That was a whole other question I had is like, make, make a vampire yourself, Kirsten Dunst. Why she do you said need... she couldn't? She, that was a part of it. She, oh, she did. Line, I didn't yeah. She was like, I'm too small and weak and I can't. Your teeth are too, or, teeth can't pierce. 
or like maybe centipedes. it's like she doesn't have enough blood to then give because there there's a couple of different scenes where someone's like oh you're you drink too much like when Kristen Dunst is being turned into a vampire Tom Cruise is saying stop drinking my blood and um <laughs> so it's like thou drinketh too much <laughs> thou drinketh too much so I think you've got to give up a lot of your blood and if you're a like three foot tall girl you don't have enough blood in you to like turn someone into a vampire that's my guess does turning into a vampire mean that your hair yes gets tight, <laughs> tight little well if you're a girl ringlets. if you're a girl but if you're a man then you just get long silky hair well but brad already had the long already silky like hair he, it would have been awesome if he had a like buzz cut and it just instantly went to like long. That's what happened to Kirsten Dunst. Her hair turned into ringlets immediately. And even if it, she tried to cut it, it came back as ringlets. was hysterical. I, I mean, when that, that happened, yeah. I couldn't believe that that had happened. Like, why would that be a thing? And then there is this line of hers. Like, you want me, you dress me like a doll. You want me to be a doll. So I'm like, did Tom Cruise imagine her like that? And that's what she, why she turned into that. But I just couldn't believe that that was part of this whole vampire yeah. turning thing. It it's was like wild. whoever has the I vampire manual is like, this is what men do. What? This is what little girls do. I they had like another line that was like, oh, certain vampires have certain skills. Like the older ones can read minds and right. like Kristen Dunst can mm. curl her, perm her own hair or whatever it is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She well, wins out though. Brad Pitt is sick, and and then they have this is a very homoerotic scene as well with the like sucking of the blood, I think. And then he immediately turns into he has like sharp teeth, and he turns into a vampire. And then one of my questions is, wh- why do vampires have such veiny heads? Well, you know what I was reading is that for the yes. so, so you know what what Dusty was saying like Brad Pitt like hated filming this I think Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise weren't getting along th- that well Brad Pitt tried to get out of this movie and found out it was going to be like 40 million dollars and was like okay fine because it was just like a nightmare like you're filming at night you're in this like small space you and and my point being they had hours and hours of makeup to do and I guess the artists made them hang upside down for like 10 minutes or however much at a time so that they could trace the veins which I'm like, take a picture. Right. Or <laughs> like every what, time. That seems not very practical. Or no, just like, draw just imagine veins. It. They don't have yeah. to be real. Like yeah. I don't know how unimaginative these like makeup artists were, but I think the whole I, the Vermeers of uh, right. makeup artists. Right. But I think the whole point was like um that right, like they because their skin was turning translucent from mm. I guess age and just not being in the sun at yeah. all. That like then you can see their veins, which I don't think is how it works, but that was I we think do, that's what that's we about. do get a little crash course once we get the baby vampire in the like what's okay it's like crucifixes are okay stake through the heart no problem i like that yeah coffins are necessary for sleeping um and so yeah the list should have been longer like Uh i wanted i wanted more like like they didn't even really get into the whole like sun will roast you into ash um, which seems fire fire will kill you and sun will kill you so i guess or That's fire deal. will kill you and then you'll come back, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, because like it kills sun. some of them and then Lestat yeah. doesn't seem to mind it. Right. And again, I'm like, wow, alligator eating you won't kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the alligator didn't eat him. But anyways. Uh, he ate an alligator. Yeah. First Is of all, that we what get, happened? So, Do we know yeah. that? He said yeah, he, he drank it. the blood of the alligator. 
Oh, he ate the alligator. Do you think he turned that alligator into a vamp vampigator? I hope so. I hope it's still there. <laughs> a vampigator. vampigator. It's already an, an uh, a vampigator, if you ask me. It kind of is. Cold blooded. He'd be unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> but oh if it reverses gosh. and he gets like really like cow teeth and uh, he can only go out at, during the daytime. Um mm. Uh, so yeah, but first of all, Brad Pitt doesn't want to kill, so he ends up sucking on rats. Uh, Lestat is yes. uh, killing like two to three people a night, um, which seems excessive. Right, and then there's this yeah. like sexual thing tied to it too. Yeah, and not really, but sort of. And then like Kirsten Dunst like only wants to like suck on the motherly types because she has like mommy issues. It's so weird. Do you think she was like a brat before they turned her or did she just get spoiled? Is that what they say? Because she like kind of comes out pretty bratty with those curls and like, <laughs> Louie, like, ugh, shut up. <laughs> like, I, I, I did not need to poor spend time yeah. before. And okay, probably wasn't. But then I did, think, did, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say by the time she was like extra annoying, it was like 20 years later. So yeah, that's true. And it seems like, I think Brad Pitt was saying kind of like they couldn't, you couldn't really remember who you were before. It seemed like you couldn't like, I'm not sure how much, how much of their personalities actually even cross over. Like she, she remembered that she used to have a mother, but she didn't really remember like who she was. How did you die 30 years to realize that they turned her into a vampire? Doesn't it seem like that? She gets so pissed. Which one of you did it? And like, you're just asking this? Yeah. Well, or, I think or... she knew, but she didn't know like that she was never going to age or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or it maybe her, her brain time. just never developed because, you know. Yeah. True. Um. So, yeah, they're at like um the plantation and that's where Tom Cruise is eating all of Brad Pitt's enslaved people yeah and um they're like upset about it rightfully so because they're like what the frick is happening um then tandy newton comes in and she's like tell tom cruise to get out of this house and i'm like yeah we know he's a vampire (laughs) (laughs) which also tandy newton being in it uh i'd forgotten that completely and i was like this person looks exactly like a young tandy newton and it was yeah yeah yeah. And I was interested to th- um, to see that she um, doesn't age like, either. She doesn't age. And she yeah. was credited like really high up. Like, I don't I think she was like above Antonio Banderas or something like I. Really? I well, I saw the credit. I saw her name. And I think it's also um, I think she used to be credited as Thandie Newton, but then has changed it to like Tandy way. Newton, oh sorry yeah that's like I actually just... no no it's not even it's not really a correction i'm kind of reading it no and no, i remember no. hearing that that like it, it's like um she i think people had a hard time pronouncing it so she was like just just do dandy and then in subsequent years is is um dandy way newton but like i saw that and then i expected her to be in like all of the movie sure. and then she's kind of just in that house like she has yeah. like two scenes right yeah it. it was disappointing because I saw the her credit and I was like, oh, she'll be like the woman. Nope. <laughs> but yeah. she was in like nothing before that. Yeah, oh, really? wild. I don't know. I mean, she like four movies, but I've never heard of any of but them. But you never, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So Brad Pitt um, sets the house on fire, as you do. Um, and what? And then Tom, Tom Cruise is like real mad about it. He's like, 
you well, burned down my house because <laughs> i think tom cruise is part of because he says something about like that's why i picked you right like i think it's his idea it's like we're gonna live in this mansion and like have all these enslaved people mm-hmm. and like live this life and and you don't have any other family is that the, he kind of preyed on him of like yeah this could be so. a great life well also like somehow in this like mind reading thing like brad pitt was begging to die right and like begging for that and then he realized oh this guy has a lot of assets that i sure. can take advantage of like murdering people and getting away with it because right. nobody's checking in or caring mm-hmm. and so this was going to be my dumber but i'll just talk about it now it's like yeah someone who has like a death wish isn't like the best person to sell hey do you want to live forever to right so, i mean I, <laughs> right i was thinking that was my dumber but it's more just like i think tom cruise is a great or lestat was a great salesman to convince this guy who wants to die to know hey how about you live forever instead um yeah and what a bummer of a guy to hang out with for eternity he's basically like an emo kid yeah, that like you have to spend teenager he's really terrible he doesn't smile the whole movie i don't think maybe once at kirsten dunst you know but... some people don't like their teeth so they don't smile right I or guess. like braces you know maybe so he, like, had, oh. he had those pointy teeth and he was like <laughs> okay he does have pointy teeth one thing that every vampire in this movie does have is a french manicure um it was very impressive. They all had very fancy nails. With- I know. And they're very long, which uh-huh. feels like it would get in the way. It feels like they would blow their cover. The other thing too, is like, I don't think they're ever trying to hide the fact they're vampires. No. <laughs> Every room they go into, they have fangs. Like, it's not like they go in and out of it. Like they're full on vampires. They're dressed like vampires. They have nails <laughs> like vampires. They talk like vampires. Um, they might as but well I mean- be like counting. I don't know. <laughs> I think counting chocolates, Um, but I mean, and a lot of this is based on what we do in the shadows that just sort of like accumulates all this vampire lore, but their ability, vampires abilities to like hypnotize people is a thing. So my guess is they're just like, we're hypnotizing everyone so they can't see. But Brad Pitt didn't seem to be hypnotizing people, just Tom Cruise, right? Because Tom Cruise would like hypnotize those women and then he would think- God, that one woman who was like, oh yeah, that's like the next scene really is like those two women on the couchy bed or I don't know. And like, oh yeah, that one behind you isn't dead. Yeah. Oh, Uh, I know. I, yeah, I'm, I I think that because Brad Pitt is like a very brooding new vampire and like is trying to reject it too. I mean, like he's trying to, he's trying to live off of rats, right? He's like trying not to kill humans. And this just in, to me, it was way more upsetting how they were killing those rats than how they killed <laughs> oh, those people. I can't even <laughs> talk about it. it Capri son of rats. Yeah, oh my God. I think this well, movie thought that it was like not as upsetting as them killing those women. And I found it more upsetting. Um, this yeah, just in. Like, in- <laughs> Katie thinks women are below rats. That <laughs> is great. Really, in Twilight oh. and in True Blood, the there are some characters who were very excited to become vampires, and then there were some that were reluctant vampires as well. Um, yeah, yeah. In Twilight, there was kind of like a thing, and then this sort of like yeah, insatiable. The other thing about the vampires in Twilight is like when you have sex with somebody, you fucking rock their world um 
Stephanie that sounds Meyer. actually incredible. Um, uh, also, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why they only usually have sex with each other because otherwise, sort of like Superman having sex. Yeah, you know? it's like mm. so. Yeah. I I haven't seen. I saw a little bit. Same of thing with blood. True Blood. There is this new um, and only one. <laughs> I did watch all of True Blood. Uh, the um, there's a so new key. and kind of only one season um, show on. I think it's Netflix called First Kill, which is Let's like see. a a queer like there's it's there's these two girls and one's a vampire and one's a vampire killer. Like one's a vampire killing family. One's a vampire family. And the girl, the vampire is a very reluctant vampire. Like she's trying not to eat anything. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they make a big deal in that show about how like menstruation is when like your vampire stuff really kicks in and you got to really start killing people and eating people. And Annie was wondering when you have your own period or when other people have their period, your own, like, it seems like it's like, you're kind of a baby pseudo vampire. And then it's like, you got to start killing a lot of people once you're like, I don't know how it works for guys. Period. I'm so confused. Yeah. Why would a vampire have a period? I don't know. Don't ask me, ask Netflix. I don't know. Right. I don't think the vampires in twilight periods okay i take this back it might not be related to it seems like coming of age it seemed like your adolescence it might not be like oh you have your there they were sorry they were like kind of relating the change gotcha that your body was it wasn't like oh now you're using tampons and you have to kill people it was like you're changing so they're kind of using it as a metaphor i guess they didn't really go into the details of the period and sparkly vampire from yeah. uh, twilight was only yeah. ha- able to have a baby because he had sex with bella who wasn't a vampire yet but then became a vampire that's right shortly afterwards still because never seen him but i, I know never, way too much yeah. about spoiler that when she had that baby it was it an abomination like killed her basically and that's Jeez. when she became a vampire but oh. she he turned her into a vampire but she wanted to be a vampire a lot a lot <laughs> Anyways, so she could be with him for forever. Vampire. But because yeah, he sorry. had like thousands of lovers anyway before, because he was like six billion years old. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What about your exes?" And he's like, "Oh, you don't need to worry about that." Like they live in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> all thousands well, of them. Kind of speaking of all of this, Annie was watching this movie and just wondering, like, where did vampires? Where did the whole idea of it come from? And she's like, "It has to be SNM, right?" She's like, "Surely this thing was about." people having sex with each other in dark rooms and like i don't know that was her theory i think it's or they're real with like bats Maybe. and i and know then... yeah bats like the whole what if a bat was a like person specifically about snm but go ahead annie i see you. she was pretty convinced well i'd love to hear her dissertation on that me too even if she made it up i think it'd be really exciting yeah me too i think it's just aristocrats did freaky freaky stuff yeah. way back in the day and that uh, it spiraled and yes um and it spiraled into they must be vampires to be doing this not just kinky boots so we go to they're looking for for blood and such and i ugh, i hate this but they find baby kirsten dunst whose mom oh has God. died and then Tom Cruise is dancing with the dead mom. <laughs> That's a bummer. That is a huge that, bummer. Sorry, that bummed me. No, out. no, it's okay. But that it, I couldn't understand what the movie wanted us to take because, because Tom Cruise does bring some comedy to this, but that is not it. Like it was <laughs> really dark. Like I've not seen many things more darker, like more dark than that. Right. That's like this lifeless body. Mom. I know. He's in a totally different world. She's super dead and it's tragic. It was wild. Ugh, well, mean, you know, it's more tragic. Yeah, go ahead. 
I was just going to say the baseline is that Lestat's a murderer, you know, like two to three people a night. So like he's crazy. Yeah. Desecrating like one corpse. I don't know where that <laughs> ranks in his sort of battiness. Maybe Anyways. he feels like a kinship to a corpse because he's kind of a living corpse. Hey, I don't know. Or he just wanted a weekend to Bernie's it. <laughs> yeah. He did. And that was painful. Um, at this Ooh. point, I have, yeah. So what's sadder is like changing a tiny kid into a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't need to do that. Like they could have just taken her to an orphanage. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Then we get this yeah. like, yeah. Wait, is she already a vampire? All right. No, well, it's some sort of like mind game that Lestat is doing to Luis. I just called him Brad Pitt. The, like, yeah, the whole like time. he. No, yeah, like he he's kind of tricking him into biting her, and then and then he bites her. But that's the thing. Like then you're like, well, you don't have to actually turn her into vamp. Like just take her somewhere else. If like if um if Louis if Brad Pitt's such a good person, stop this. I don't know. I think let's go ahead and assume that the first bite will eventually kill her. I guess. Yeah. That I don't know. You kind of have to. And then at this point I wrote, Oh my God, there's an hour and a half left of this movie. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Well, the next part of this is the, my two dads. uh, That's what I wrote. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because I'm like, okay. So these two men who are lovers are adopting this daughter and then we have a classical music montage as they like bring her into the world they dress her up she murders people she murders people it's like funny she's like sharing a coffin with brad pitt she learns the piano she eats a doll maker um she eats a piano teacher (laughs) like and it's all kind of a little tongue-in-cheek oh yeah uh or tooth-in-cheek i don't know and then they eat the whole family at this like piano concert even the children so that did not settle well with me so at this point and this is sort of my question is brad pitt partaking in people now it seems like he must be because they make a pretty big point about like if you're just leaving on rats like rather living on rats like you're not super strong like i don't think he'd be able to sustain wouldn't have that luxurious hair right (laughs) And yeah. red, red lips. Mm. Um, He'd have rat hair. I did not <laughs> get, I didn't get him in this. I, I was talking to Annie about how like, this is very, this is around the time of like Legends of the Fall, right? right? Like he was like such an it guy. And I think that's partly, I feel like this movie was based around like, what can we have Brad Pitt have long blonde hair for? They're like, maybe this, we'll make, it, remake this just Vampire. in never has done yeah. it for me. I think I've said it before. Yeah. I'll say it again. This movie, especially this really... long hair, Ugh. and just pale. Like I just don't. It is really uh, off-putting to me. Yeah, I find like older Brad Pitt. I see it, but like the younger, like uh, yeah. dime store novel hair, like Fabio <laughs> yeah, hair, like Fabio. Pitt, yeah, no, totally no. So Kirsten Dunst sees a naked lady and is sad that she'll never have boobs. I know mm-hmm. that's like a really weird thing to focus on if you're like undead. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff that's different. Like you'll I'm never like, see the sun yeah. <laughs> ever. You know, and I'm like, girl, it's okay. You're probably yeah. better off. Um, but she's like real sad about it. And then she kills that woman and puts her under her dolls. Yikes. And keeps her there for months. 
years. I don't know how long. Yeah. I mean, I did enjoy, I thought it read true where like they're really grossed out by that. And they're like, what are you doing, man? This is disgusting, which is wild because like, who knows what's disgusting and what's well, not. Also, shouldn't they have like increased senses and yet like a corpse i mean she doesn't have that many dolls that it (laughs) or maybe like new orleans at this time just like smelled that bad that you just probably notice a corpse five feet from you just corpse in the air all the time it's like and like what is that doing for her that's another thing that's really disturbing because like if that's comforting to her and that's like it's really, really upsetting because she's like a little girl and she's trapped and she misses her mom and her mom died and like there's somewhere between like I'm fascinated by you as a woman I want to be you I miss my mom cycle it's rough murder it's, it's yeah. really that needed its whole other movie that I don't want to yeah, watch yeah baby Kirsten Dunn's <laughs> vampire movie yeah Ugh. and then the 30- next it's what the next season of Mindhunter is going to be about um, <laughs> man um, thirty years passes. And yeah, Dunst doesn't want to be a vampire anymore. This is the scene where she cuts her hair off and it grows. Yeah, it's funny. It's <laughs> crazy. And then she schemes because we've learned that you can't. Well, one that you have to drink the blood before the heart stops pumping. I guess this is the whole same thing because you can't drink dead blood because it's like yeah. poison. Basically. Something like that. Yeah. Which I guess makes I guess it like at least makes, makes sense. perfect sense i don't know well it's the plot sheet in general of like well why not just fe- feast on corpses like we well, don't have to kill people and i guess they're like nope doesn't work i guess um so she what is it that she does to those kids she brings twins to the house <laughs> right it's so upsetting to me it was so weird sleepy she says they're drunk but she's given them some sort of like heart some sort of poison that makes them it's loud which is just op- opium okay but i don't i'm not aware i don't know everything about opium <laughs> I'm but not i'm a pretty witch sure doctor <laughs> i'm pretty that's sure that's not a feature of warm opium, but dead of just it keeps them warm, warm. um oh just, that's what she said that's yeah, what she it says, was it's because he touches them and thinks they're alive because they're yeah, still warm right, right. And then she's like, I knew you'd like them. And it's like, because they have curly hair or something. Like, what is No, because it's all creepy. It's it's creepy. real weird. It's weird. And then I and like so- cut to like Philip driving in a car with his dad going to a tournament. Like, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> all so right. Let's, let's talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then he sucks one of their, you know, necks and then dies pretty immediately turns well, into no, like he's, a skeleton he's sort of dying and then she slits his throat yeah oh right yeah <laughs> but he would have died right or no I, I, my guess because, is it just sort of takes away your pop because i think he shouts out something like give me some like yeah. good not dead people blood or i don't know so that was a little bit of a question i have like at the end chop scene and in, in europe where like vampires can still get like hit by cars and die and stuff like if you chop their body in half i think it like regenerates you i mean those people i think are like i think those chopped body half people just are stopped for a little bit until like because you could see a cut regenerated on one of them right pretty quickly yeah to like regenerate your half a body you gotta like probably take it easy yeah (laughs) yeah bed rest a little bit right oh Okay, interesting. But anyways, yeah, they do that. Then they take him to the swamp, dump they take him, him in. Like the never-ending story swamp. <laughs> and or the true there. blood swamp. Because also, oh, that was okay, my other yeah. question is, why do so many vampires live in New Orleans? 
Um, and also because it's not a cloudy, like dark place. Right. right. And is but it, just it is they're, like, misty. I think it's just the lore. The I think it's just the Creole, it, yeah. like tales yeah. and the spookiness and the like, it's also like fabulous, right? Like, it's just like, it makes sense even like aesthetically somehow. I think yeah, it's like no, that time. Totally. But it's, I, it's very like Edgar Allan Poe looking or yeah. something. Um, but I know what you mean. I thought that too. I was like, whoa, this is like every, yeah, every vampire place. So yeah, they're packing up for Europe. Um, and then surprise, surprise, Lestat show. Lestat. I can't pronounce his name. Sorry. Lestat, Lestat. I don't know. Why do you say Lestat, Lestat? There's a series of restaurants here in San Diego called Lestat's. Mm. It's a coffee shop. Anyway. He shows up and uh, they set the place on fire. um, And then they- They set the town on fire. Yeah. (laughs) As they sail away. And like, guys, not worth it. Like, you burned down New Orleans. (laughs) It's a bummer. Yeah, so the whole town is on fire and they get on the nighttime boat straight out of town for vampires only when you don't want to travel in the daytime. Also, like, how do they manage to never get, like, in the light on a boat? But I assume they sent their luggage ahead um, and then got on the correct boat that had most of their luggage on it. That's my sort of Hmm. theory. Oh. So they had coffins on board. Right. Uh, and then they do have this throwaway line that like there was a sickness that broke out on the boat, but we managed right. to stay okay. I mean, that's like kind of nice. I mean, like I was trying to hear it in a voice that wasn't Brad Pitt's and I'm like, clever. <laughs> um yeah, because they were eating. Because they were and yeah. then they were eating. And then I think, you know, we just learned that they're like searching the world, they're going all over the place to try to find other vampires. Um and at this point, I'm like, is Christian Slater buying this story? Like, does Christian Slater think he's interviewing a vampire? Or, or does the he vampire. Think he... Or the vampire, which is my only question. <laughs> or is he is he like interviewing, interviewing like somebody who's bananas who he's just like entertaining? Like, does he think he's interviewing like a San Francisco character that is just, you know? My read was he felt he was interviewing a vampire. I agree. Right. I want, I'm interested in that backstory of like how they got connected. At what point did he start like being like, yeah, this makes sense. Anyway, it's just interesting. In the 1870s, uh, they end up at like a Beauty and the Beast castle dancing. The, yeah. The two, and that's where um, Brad Pitt runs into another vampire at night. Finally, yeah. it's like, oh my God, I found you. The mime yeah. of vampires. Yes. This guy. <laughs> Stephen Ray, yeah, like dancing on the He's ceiling. Yeah. yeah, apparently Stephen Ray took like months and months of like dance classes and ballet and stuff to do that. Um, that kind of shimmy. It's pretty cool, actually. He's pretty. He creeped me out. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Then we get to this like vampire theater, um, which is like vampires pretending to be humans pretending to be vampires. So what is <laughs> happening? Like, what do the people that are buying tickets to this show? What do they think they're buying the tickets for? What do they think they're seeing? And at the the end, what do they think has happened? I mean, I was I was sort of zoning out a little bit here. I assumed they were all vampires. That's oh. what I thought. But I wrote, this is bad theater, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's really bad. But, but so I mean, that girl is real, right? They just right. grab She's a, a girl. real human. That they probably had like in a cage in the back or something, yeah. right? Which was like gratuitous frontal nudity, I felt. For oh, too, too totally. long. It was so like, long. No thanks. And she was 
a captive. It was right. Yeah. I was like, that sucks. She's sad. It made me sad. It was basically my bummer too. But back to the sort of bad theater. Um, I assume they just they've seen like Hamilton 40 times. So it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me, let me just see the room now. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. You have to go the other way. I mean, yeah, they didn't think it was great because there was no applause at the end. Everybody just wandered <laughs> out chattering well, like very softly <laughs> about that. But I was wondering, maybe that's just vampire etiquette. Probably it is. If you watch 15 to 20 vampire monsters demolish a woman, um, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess buy tickets for tomorrow. Should we clap? Should we come again? Uh, (laughs) Is it different every night? Yeah, exactly. Are they improvising? That's what was not clear. That woman was great. Is she going to be back? Oh, no. (laughs) She really died. Oh, okay. Bummer. I yeah. also wrote, I made a note about, Ant- and then Antonio Benderis takes everybody down into his crypt. He's like, my crypt, y'all. Right. Yeah. Um, would you like this wild. small child? Um, and like, what's that kid <laughs> think is happening? And like, where's his parents? That Unless little was, kid, right? Yeah. That, that was rough. He's just yeah. bitten. His parents are eaten. There. Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay. And then I just wrote Antonio Benderis just talks and talks and talks. Oh, I know. Fox. I had a hard time. I just had a hard time, but it, basically the gist is like, he's the oldest living vampire in the world that he knows of. Right. He's like 400 <laughs> years old or something. It's like, right. But yeah, but who made him? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I also had the line of just, I'm bored with whatever they're talking about. I know. I was um, like, if this is the second half of the Titanic, oh my gosh, I know I'm bored right. because it's like, <laughs> what is this new yeah. movie? I wrote, I'm lost. What does Antonio Banderas want? Blah, blah, blah. Immortal on? with a mortal soul. Um, we find out that Kristen Kirsten can read souls or so, there's, I don't know. Yeah. Who, she kind of seems to have. <laughs> <laughs> we could just say who cares um and then she finds a doll shop or there's so many doll shops and she just loves women that own style shops so she wants um brad pitt to turn her so she can have a mother i guess so they can have like this like you know hetero family unit yeah uh and yeah, she's like you never date anybody since dad died right exactly <laughs> like, <me> a mom. <laughs> well <laughs> it pretty much it's a real fun mute cute mm-hmm. um and this is where we learned that she kind of can't turn somebody, I guess. And so she desperately wants him that to. That lady's then... into it. Yeah, she She's is. She's into it. So that's, and I think it's because she had a daughter that died. Is that the deal? Right. It was like So a whole, she like... wants to live forever. Like, I don't understand that. But I guess now, like, she'll have a daughter and then they'll be together for eternity, I guess. This seems and like something I that would have like... been. Sorry. I was just like, lady, don't do it. Not. Oh my God. One. Don't do it. <laughs> Well, yeah, her I, in a minute. I love my daughter, but if you <laughs> tell me I have to live with her at age 13 or whatever age yeah. Kirsten is supposed to be, I'd be like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, forever. Like hell. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mood swing. Yeah. How old do you think she's supposed to be? I don't think well, she's that old, right? No, she, I think like she is eight? 12. Oh, okay. Kirsten yeah. Dunst is 12, which is wild because she looks like seven. Yeah. But I don't know how old that character is supposed to be. Yeah, like maybe think, like 10. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think size wise, I was, yeah, getting like eight year old vibes, but I think just like her yeah. moodiness but I also seemed think like Brad... tween. Totally. Oh, yeah. And Brad Pitt is kind of tall. So it's like, 
I, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell yeah. how, how old she is. But man, did that doll shop woman pick the wrong day to hang out with them. Oh, I know. Because yeah. then in the one day of like 300 years of their life, they get like attacked and kidnapped and taken to Antonio Banderas's lair, which I wasn't sure if he was aware of what was happening and then changed his mind or he was none the it wiser unclear right unclear. Like, now i'll help you but i won't help you he just like closed his door and then the freakiest thing happens in my mind um which is very like Edgar Allan poe what is that like they brick the body yeah i don't like that i don't want to be upside down i don't want to be in a coffin i don't i mean when they put him in the coffin and then he says something like Maybe you're you'll be there for 100 years or maybe 200 with only the company of your own screams or something. It was like really sick. And then they they like brick him in there. And I guess I think that guy is just literally going to leave him in there for hundreds of years. And then they throw Kirsten Dunst and this poor doll shop woman who is a vampire at this point. Yeah. Bummer for her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of all the days to become right. a all the days to turn into a vampire in a well which i totally now realize that i'm sure we what we do in the shadows pulls from this right because it's like there's a there's a scene that's exactly this that they're in there um and except it doesn't end the same way because they get fried oh yeah but then i was thinking like how much does the direct sunlight because they have those giant dresses and stuff so could they at least you would think they would try to hide under their clothes for like a minute Right. It right. seems like well, she was trying to block her child. Her she's like, now I'm your mom, yeah. and now I like, ugh. yeah, no, yeah. They died where it's clear that the mother is trying to. I don't even know if it's like sunlight on your. Cl- I just feel like you just can't have sunlight on you. Period. Anywhere. Well, I mean, in Blade, they uh, just put uh, Stephen Dorff. That's the guy's name. Uh, puts on a lot of sunscreen, and then oh. they're fine. Oh, yeah. I had wow. heard that Stephen Dorth was, I think he was being considered for Christian Slater's role, actually. Because <laughs> they're a... exactly the same. Yeah, totally. Wow. Interesting. Well, I I did not remember that. I didn't remember a lot of this movie, but I didn't see that coming. It's like, oh, I, I, I knew that. Either. I knew that by the end, somehow Kirsten Dunst wasn't around, but I didn't know how that was going to happen. So, yeah. And then Brad Pitt like dumps out their like blood supply. Is that like their backup? I thought it was blood? like gasoline. I, I don't know. I didn't get it. It looked like blood or wine, didn't it? It was like I think it's then, something flammable. It's flammable yeah, blood. It wine. would make sense because he kind of like. So, so yeah. Anyways, like Armand breaks him out, and then he Brad Pitt goes on a rampage and just kills everyone with like a scythe and. Or kills or like temporarily like I assume harms, kills. Right? I don't it's, know. The movie reads like kills, but like we were saying, it's like, can you kill a vampire with just like well, I feel like they came out and then he like scythed them and then there was the fire was going, so they were like killed by the the light fire. I'm like, why isn't the fire light automatically killing people? Because isn't that bright light? No, it has to, it's like bright lights don't matter. It's specifically sunlight. Mm. So does fire matter? I think you can get burned. Like, yeah, I think that's bad to get burned. Okay. Um, also, Brad Pitt makes that poor child who's been eaten drive his like getaway buggy. I'm like, this kid, like, does he get a break? He's just working all the time. He's I like, know. It's really tricky. It's like driving Guillermo from what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of really liked his description of like the a mechanical wonder 
let me see the sun and color and stuff again. Oh, right. Yeah. Which was like, because he does say something when they're sailing to Europe. I was like, he was hoping for blue waters, but it was just black because he, it it would be really depressing to only ever see night. But then I'm like, what about a picture? (laughs) Yeah. Surely you've seen a painting, right? (laughs) Um, Or a book. But But I guess movies would be a big deal. We find out that, and I think this is true. Armand says, oh yeah, I, I did actually know that they were going to kill uh, Kirsten, but we needed to get rid of her so we could be alone. And then Brad Pitt's like, no, that's not, that's too much for me. It says I'm out. Interesting. Yeah. I I wrote, I'm confused. uh, And I was like, uh, about what I didn't really understand. Every time Antonio Banderas and Brad Pitt talked, I was like, they were like the teacher from the peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, that was generally my take of what was going on. I wrote Brad Pitt leaves, does a European vacay, comes back to the U.S. and sees a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's really okay. into movies. All right. Well, I'm glad that that was true. And then the next note I have is 1988. Yeah. Back to New Orleans to okay. hang out with Rat Boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does go back to see him, right? Doesn't he? Yeah. Or does he like? He does. Yeah. And then uh, Tom Cruise is so weak. He's just, what are we supposed to believe that he got, he couldn't function without Brad Pitt. So he's just eating rats because he can't bring himself to go out and hunt. I like, yeah, I don't know. And he like doesn't know that a helicopter is an upper. Also that helicopter is shining. It's like directly in there. What is it doing? Like, I want to know that story. It's like, who are they looking for? There's like a SVU movie that's happening somewhere else here. They're trying to close those like cold cases from yeah. the 1790s where totally. thousands of people yeah. were like mass murdered in New Orleans. Inexplicably. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't Christian really Slater get it. Is now begging to become a vampire as well. Uh, that's so like- I guess that's maybe his motivation for doing this. He's like fascinated and believes in vampires and it's like, yeah. you know, he's like, that's- make me a vampire forever with your fresh fish <laughs> <laughs> and then we get you know i i mean it is it i it creeped me out it effectively yeah creeped me out and i was, re- I was reading christian slater is just like 23 or something in this movie or something like oh, that wow. which is wild and he jumps in the car he like yeah brad pitt pushes him up against the wall which i do think that like i think that what's well done in this movie is the quick movements and like i don't know if it was on cables or not but the the they kind of float. They don't mm-hmm. like obnoxiously fly, but mm-hmm. they float a lot. And maybe it was because it was on cables. It looked really cool. Um, but he like pins him against the ceiling and kind of just basically like Louis is still this really great guy that doesn't want to kill anybody. And he's not anybody to be afraid of, but he scares him just enough to be yeah. like, get out of here. And then Christian Slater seems to come to his senses realizing that he made what would have been a terrible mistake to be a vampire so he reenacts the opening to full house exactly and (laughs) that's when they close the golden gate bridge he gets in a red convertible like danny right exactly and then out pops tom Tom cruise Cruise. he's been there that whole time or did you did Right. And then this is how many years later? This is 88 or this is like, this is 80. Well, the movie's in 94. It's probably 94. Right. Mm -hmm. So So this is like for six years. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder it was so cheap when I bought it. I am interested in like, 
And then I'm like, did Brad Pitt like lure him? Are they like a team now? And he was just screwing with this interview I don't think guy. So. For... I think Lestat is just sort of like stalking him. Yeah, interesting. That's my take. I don't know. And but he but might he, be, but turning... he wants the next Brad Pitt, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna turn Christian Slater. Yeah. What do we think Christian Slater is gonna choose? Because he gives him the option, I guess, of like dying or becoming a vampire. I mean. Oh, I see. Yeah. What would you choose? Here's the thing. <laughs> I might. The thing is, is that the downside of being a vampire is like you're kind of stuck, except that you could just walk out into the sun. Right? That's what I mean. And how bad is that? Like, <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty sucky, but I think Kirsten Dunst and her new mom. Quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Right. So you might feel like tremendous pain for just a second and then you die. Right. So, yeah, I'd probably pick vampire. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would as well. I'd choose I'd the vampire in that night. moment. And then I would just murder. At, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, see if I can get by on killing rats. Rats. I, I'd, I'd pick something. You'd always have a craving for human blood, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess you could be specific about who you went after. <laughs> like only murderers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you are so very need? much the. Uh, oh, what's that one? Showtime show yeah. or HBO? Dexter. Um, Dexter, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's like the whole premise, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's the film. Um, man, it was a long movie. Yeah. Um, I asked a lot of my questions throughout. Any other questions on Question Corner? I don't think so. Um, my yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and put this as a question. Um, why does Brad Pitt tell this story to Christian Slater? Hmm. It seems like I thought about that. It it seems like he's doing it to like almost warn others so that they don't be they're not fooled and to kind of stop vampires from happening. I think is what his rationalization. It's it the thing is is like I want more backstory to all, that whole situation of like did Brad Pitt write an anonymous letter? Did they meet in a club? Right. And Christian Slater started asking too many questions and then said like meet me in this hotel room and we'll do this interview. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And like, why? Well, I guess I realized why I had to do it at night. Never mind. I answered my own question. <laughs> why <laughs> at night? Um. How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Um, well, do we start? Want to start with uh, Dummers? Mm. Sure. I I have one. I'll jump in. Um, in in Europe, when but when Brad Pitt goes on his revenge spree after Kirsten Dunst has been killed i think it's pretty dumb that those vampires like all of those little basement vampires at antonio banderas's lair know that brad pitt is out and about and pissed after you killed like this girl who's the only person he cares about have a and guard then they just, man then they just go to sleep right? yeah they're like they just fall night. <laughs> that Earl want to see you in the morning. Oh, <laughs> a no, you. And you're yeah. just so vulnerable because you're asleep in a coffin. You're so vulnerable. Yeah. So I just don't. It's almost like they're mad. Like it's like why they do don't they have to sleep in a care. coffin if they're underneath underground? The ground? I don't know. Just in case habit. Tom Cruise <laughs> does some legend action and like oh. you know redirects shields. Yeah. To, huh. Yeah. So yeah, that was my dumber. Yeah, I. I have a small baby dump. Well, I'm just gonna. My dumber is that they get on that ship at night and it is, it kind of evolved. But when they first got on there, there is no wind 
in the entire, it is like the most placid water I've ever seen in my life. And they're like putting those sails up and they're like, get out of here, get going. And like, it's like, they're not going to go anywhere because that boat does not have a motor and there's nary a splice of wind in the air. And then they kind of cut back and you can see like a gentle breeze, like blowing through the ringlets. And I'm like, okay, maybe. But other than that, they're not going anywhere in that boat fast because there's no wind whatsoever. Yeah. Um, my dumber is going to be, why does Tom Cruise have a little like finger blade when he has um, like razor blades for teeth and, and nails? Yes. Yeah. It, it just, it seemed excessive. Um, yeah. 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 And, like just unnecessarily theatrical. I agree. And that, that, that pointy wrist cutter thing didn't look that pointy i know it yeah it's kind of dull and like you had to just right. like push it into people's wrists and i was like That's like the prong worse. of a fork yeah it was <laughs> like it should be like a talon of a bird yeah totally yeah it, yeah it gave off like uh i'm blanking on the name of the movie but the nick cage movie where he's a vampire's kiss where no, i've not seen you, that oh look up some clips um <laughs> dear listeners and you are in for a treat it's <laughs> it's one of the more insane uh like either one or two in the most insane nick cage movies so Ooh. check it out yeah um uh should we should we do bummers oh, sure those were our bummers Jeez. i've got a bummers. i've got a bummer yeah so Brad Pitt's character thinks it's like, ah, I'm done with all this like slave owning and, you know, I'm going to move on and we've been murdering this pe- these people. And so, and they're about to like attack him. They've got, you know, their, their torches. And so he's like, no, you know, I'm not going to stop oppressing you. And he burns down like his plantation. It's like, what's going to happen? Everyone's going to blame them. Yeah. And they're totally. all going to die. Yeah. yeah. And no, no so it's coming of that. And he like yells out, you know, you're all free now. <laughs> um, it's yeah. like, yeah, write it down, dick. Yeah. We were saying that at our house. We were like, where are the papers? Like, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you sign something? Like, you can't just. Oh, that vampire back there said we're free. So, right. Um, yeah. So that bummed me out. I think Ugh. it's just a bummer. Well, just a baby bummer is like when they put that poor lady in the coffin when she didn't want to go in there, like when they were like eating those two women. I was yeah, like, Rob. but also just like the fact that it's like such a waste, like what a wasteful venture to be a vampire because you're just sort of eating like a little bit of their blood. Yeah. And then you just have all these bodies and it's like, you're right. not being very sustainable <laughs> with your hobby. Um, and then what happens? And then you've killed people and it's like, you could, you could, you know, I know they hadn't developed the synthetic blood like they have in um, True Blood, mm. but you know they could have done something. But you just use the whole body. Yeah, they don't really even drain them. Yeah, that's what I mean. <clears throat> it's like a little bit of a sip. Yeah. I mean, I love that they address all of these things constantly in like what we do in the shadows. Um, yeah. yeah. The ramifications of everything mm-hmm. we're we're nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I. My my bummer honestly is just all of the animals in this movie that get <laughs> yeah like killed and I think it's a bummer that it seems like the filmmakers think that that's not as upsetting as just the nips of humans and for some reason it is way more, they're more graphic with it I think too they yeah. really zoom in and twist like poodle yeah Aww. I'm not first of all I don't know because we fast forwarded it because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I can tell you, I knew what was going to happen and I saw what happened after and I couldn't handle the rat stuff either. And it was mm. just like, oh, so that was a big bummer. Yeah. Um, I was fine with the rats dying. I mean, the freaking rats. It's not about them dying mm. for me. Well, it is, but it's more about, I'm like, aren't those rats like just full of diseases too? I They're mean, carrying yeah. like rat diseases. But nothing can kill vampires yeah, other than so. like fire yeah. and the sun. So unless they've got the sun virus you're like um, biting into like probably maggots i don't yeah it's gross it's so, insanely gross but yeah so speaking of your bummer though like why the people at the plantation that are charging with like torches and stuff like mm-hmm. they are charging that house and then they open up to brad pitt that has like van Dewey's newton's body in his arms and then they all stop and it's like, what were you, what were they charging? Why is this better than what they thought? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, was it kind of a kill the beast kind of thing? I think so. And then I think they're just freaking confused. Yeah. Confused, like, shocked. Okay. A, it's a, we need to give this woman help. Why, oh, okay. B, why are you handing them to us and like saying we're okay. free now? I see. We know okay, you're a yeah. monster. Like, and give us five minutes. We're probably still going to burn this place down. <laughs> yeah, totally. But like- what the hell's going okay, on? I say right. you, okay. you, you crazies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, well, how about Hummers? Mine's a real specific one. Okay. And it's right before they leave on their vacation to uh, Europe. They're packing up in that. Am I stealing yours, Bridget? You might um, be. Their their house, their apartment is just amazing, and like. <laughs> It's so airy. It's it's got like an atrium. I I love everything about it. I want to live there. And it also becomes a hummer bummer because they burn it the hell down. Yeah. Um, but just know that I want to like spend a year in that that house in New Orleans. I think it'd be amazing. That's great. That was not my hummer. Okay. But it's, it was it was set up the same way because they're there and they're packing and they're getting ready to go. And then the doorbell rings and he's like, Oh, it's our carriage. And then it's like, ding dong. No, it's dead Brad. It's like dead Tom Cruise. And he's like, he rang the doorbell, which just makes me laugh. But like in true blood, like you can't just like walk into somebody's house without being oh, right, invited. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know do if it's that. the same case. Doesn't seem to be. Doesn't seem to be, but it was like a nod to that. And then he's just like rang the door. (laughs) It's like dead Tom Cruise, Um, which I just really enjoy. Because they were like, what? What? Oh my God. I mean, I guess I think I will. It seems like we're kind of like um, leveling up on our Hummers here. Like, I think (laughs) I am going to just make my Hummer. I think Tom Cruise (laughs) in this movie who seemingly him and Kirsten Dunst, I think are the only people that are bringing any kind of like joy (laughs) or humor to it. Like Brad Pitt is so serious and Antonio Banderas too. Like I I can't even really even hard to pay attention to. He's so flat. Um, Maybe it's just more like flat where Tom Cruise Oh my God. At one point, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt are just like dressed like the people from Dumb and Dumber, which I find like <laughs> hilarious. And it's just his flamboyancy, his joy. And sometimes he is just undeniably Tom Cruise, like when he's laughing and he's not even trying to be a vampire anymore. Um, but like when, yeah, when he, there's there's so much humor when like uh, Kirsten Dunst kills the piano teacher and Tom Cruise is like, you can't do that. And then he like pushes it off and the piano teacher's like fl- slumps off the... <laughs> bench and 
it's like you know the dancing with the mother corpse is too much of it but that <laughs> that baddiness i did enjoy like i i liked i liked watching tom cruise and i was kind of rooting for him in the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> with christian slater i'm like i'm not necessarily rooting for christian christian slater in this car so yeah that was my homework christian slater sorry you can't help it every time well that's it right so we need to talk about our outfits <laughs> um uh well phil i'm enjoying your french manicure um that you have and then i think it's on purpose i'm I'm not trying to insult you but i like that you have like these you know all of the veins in your head and face mm-hmm. are highlighted tonight so uh, i'm doing the oh. podcast upside down upside down exactly <laughs> which i appreciate which will make it easy to trace um and even though it's upside down, I could still read um, uh, or, or see your T-shirt uh, that just has, um, you know, a picture of of Shirley Temple hanging out with Kirsten Dunst, just sucking on lollipops. It's just with a good ship lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Blood lollipop. Yeah, exactly. Which oh. I, which I yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, I mean, it's football yeah. season and you're a humongous yeah. football fan. Um, so you, you're you obviously wearing your, your football shirt that has a football turned the correct way um, with the laces out. And of course it says laces out. And then it just, the rest of the shirt is filled with just lace popping out of every single collar, cuff link. Mm. Um, it's just, it's the way to go. So <laughs> yeah. laces out. It's oh my, my gosh. Saints, Saints shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. proud of me. I love for it. knowing that. Uh, speaking of New Orleans, Katie, I love your homage to uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, with your uh, like New Orleans mask that you have on your head, just ready to wear on top of your curls. Oh, yeah. Curious curls, which you always have. Yes. And then um, you have on one of those t shirts that you get down the ocean city you know that looks like a woman's body but it's on a t-shirt and it doesn't have a top on it it's just naked yes yes boobs and you're wearing (laughs) a lot of beads and it just says um new orleans sucks (laughs) on it that's gotta um, exist because i'm wearing it i know but if i wasn't wearing it i would think it would exist yeah it was an ode to your boob corner which it's great yes love it um well time's come to decide if this movie is for real um and i i haven't haven't given it like a ton of thought and i don't i'm i'm really not sure what you two are going to to say i sure loved talking about it um i think i'm gonna say that this movie is for real i it's way too long <laughs> it's it was boring at some points i don't need to rewatch it anytime soon uh i didn't enjoy it like a ton but i do think and dusty h kind of alluded to it it does seem to be a little i think and maybe it's because i love what we do in the shadows so much that it kind of did establish or at least help to establish this like vampire aesthetic that i think was kind of pivotal and vampire it's like a real go-to genre for the past like almost 15 20 years at this point um and like i said like i I really liked, I mean, it kind of was like Kirsten Dunst's launching pad, maybe Tandui 
Newtons as well. I don't know. Um, but then I did enjoy Tom Cruise and just it, it felt like you could tell, and I don't know if you liked the book or not, Phil, but like, I kind of, I liked the story. I liked the setup. I just liked, yeah, I liked all of that. And I, I don't know. Um, I'm glad that Amrice liked it. Uh, and we should mention that part of why we're doing it is because they are remaking a remade. Um, They're making it into a series. Is that right? Yeah. yeah that should be coming out soon. Um, and so I'm interested in, in what that's going to look like. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll, I will say it's for real. Mm. Uh, I can go. Um, a lot of mine is going to be ditto to that. Um, yeah, it's, too long, boring parts, but it it lays so much of the groundwork for vampire movies, and I love that sort of gothic mm-hmm. horror stuff. It 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 is great. Um, while it it's not the most enjoyable movie to watch, I think if you are going to enjoy everything that's come after it, you should watch this. So for that reason, I too will mm. say it's for real. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. I actually just don't know. I. I agree with you both and all those things that you said. Cause I, and I didn't, it's, I didn't. Well, I could I see why you'd be confused then. Cause we were like, we hated it, but it's yeah. great. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I mean, didn't hate you could just be like, it. just watch a 10 minute YouTube video <laughs> that recaps it. Or there were like parts that we like that were boring and I didn't hate it, but I, I just wish it like, I know it's in a time capsule. I'm like, if it's going to be about like, uh, homosexuality or mm-hmm. like, just like lean in, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe the new one will. Yeah, I think the new one might more, but yeah. Sorry for <sighs> the no, I don't know. I guess I'll say it's for real too. <laughs> but it is reluctant. With a, you could write the dissent. <laughs> I want to say it's not. I just because I'm like, but then I'm like, am I just saying that? I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> I'm. I'll stick with it being for real. But I'm not. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, all right, you ready for the song? Yeah. Let's hear it. Turn the turn it up a little. this nice. uh, yeah well t-, t swift who was born a year after that new orleans 1988 scene um oh, interesting but i figured this was like a, a song that that tom cruise would have been singing when he drank that bad blood and uh totally felt like you know totally t swift is from the south isn't she i don't i don't think she's from new orleans but i think she's from the south because she started with that country um album kind of stuff right yeah she was like a crossover i think um she's great she's so fantastic that was a, that's a fun song actually it says she's from pennsylvania oh well maybe i'm and just kind of that southern she, and then when well she was yeah 13, it's like country music <laughs> when she was 13 her parents uh sold but she grew up on a farm and yeah. then they moved to tennessee so she could pursue her country music um, maybe that's what i'm thinking that of. is southern yeah, yeah. interesting uh, I thought you were going to pick the song, the Queen song, Who Wants to Live Forever from the mm-hmm. movie Highlander. Because um, oh. I had that running through my head the whole time. Wasn't there a song I was reading in the trivia that there was like a song that, because part of the tagline for this movie is like drink and you'll live forever or something. And then they I'm made that into a song. Forever. 
I think, I think it's a, a specific... tub thumper song. Um, <laughs> Jumble Wumba. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All oh, right, that was the album. Sorry. One of the, top top one of the yeah. many. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jumble Wumba famous songs. Yeah. Wow, what a song. Yeah. Jumble Wumba, tub thumping. Oh man. Left its mark. Uh, well, huge thanks yeah. to Dusty H. Oh my goodness. Yes. Thank what you. a Thank thoughtful. You. Dusty H. Yeah, thought provoking and um wonderful intro it's so interesting because i never would think of this as a halloween movie but it makes perfect sense as a halloween movie Mm -hmm. i think just the aesthetic like that norland's like ghost tour yeah Yeah. for sure yeah 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 spooky yeah oh and i think we should probably think i think the suggestion for this movie actually came from nora l who saw it as a halloween movie and knew that the new series was coming out and stuff um, nice and, and it got strangely a, enough hasn't yeah. been able to watch it so oh uh, shoot she's been in a conference okay. and oh, i actually think bummer. jeff uh s put it on our list a long time ago so i think we we oh my god our couch mates couch mates couch mates annie w seconded nora l suggestion who's annie w exactly annie i see you <laughs> Oh man, I just blew it. Now you blew it. Now she's going to get her identity. Philip, can you edit this ruined. out? Yeah, please, please. I remember. edit it. <laughs> but edit it so my whole voice the whole time is kind of like this. Really? Yeah. And do it so that my body sounds really fast like the time I'm going fast with the breakfast. Done, 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 done. Yeah, you said you had a ton of time to edit this one. So yeah. <laughs> please, please make those changes. <laughs> this is going to be the quick and dirty version. <laughs> All right, till next time. See ya. Toodaloo. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We have have to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.